This is More Than Sex. I'm Kiwi. Hi guys. Happy Tuesday. I hope everyone had a great weekend and you had a great Memorial Day. I'm going to go ahead and take this moment for my self-love quote. And the self-love quote for today is an African proverb. It simply says that when there is no enemy within, the enemies on the outside cannot hurt you. So your worst enemy is yourself. By you coming in tune with yourself, getting to know yourself, healing all of those wounds that may have occurred from childhood all the way up to adulthood, Fixing those things within you makes it easier to cope and be with anyone else. The other person is no longer the enemy. You are not offended by certain things easily. So take that with you. If you need to re-listen to it, I hope it can heal you from the inside We're going to move forward. Today's episode is going to be called 15 Characteristics of a Perfect Mistress. Yes, I said it. And I use the word mistress um, simply because that's what most monogamous married people referred to as the other woman. So, I tried to put it in a term that would possibly be um, relatable or knowledgeable. Common. So, this person can be the perfect mistress. She could be the perfect woman. Let's put it like that. However you want to look at it, hopefully these tips can help you in your relationships moving forward if you want to add an additional person to your union more power to you I don't have a problem with it I may give it a stamp of approval you know coming from a polyamorous mindset these things to a poly mindset would, you know, would be, oh, okay, yeah, that's true. Now, for a monogamous, this might be a little bit hard to swallow, but it may help you, guaranteed. It may definitely help you. So, for all of my women listeners that are wives and for those that are in a relationship, listen carefully because this is important. This is a public service announcement. You got your ears on? Okay. All right. I'm telling you, it's going to help in the long run. So, if you need to get a pencil, a piece of paper to write this down, go ahead and do so. You can pause me and go ahead and do so because it's about to get real. Okay? And I will say this is not going to be about sex 
Now, some mistresses are strictly for sex. However, the majority of the time, most mistresses are almost um, in correlation to the significant other. And so there's really not much difference is she feels a need within him that he may not be getting from you. I'm, I'm just saying. It, that doesn't have to be the case. That's just my opinion. Don't come for me. Moving on, we're going to go ahead and start going through these 15 characteristics of a perfect mistress. Starting with number one, confidence. Confidence. She is confident in who she is. From the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, she is confident. She does not require any type of suggestions from him. I mean, they may be, you know, appreciated and taken into consideration, but at the end of the day, she is confident in the decision that she makes and do not require to have that decision second-guessed. I know in the beginning of my marriage, it was, hey, babe, you like this? You think this is nice? You, what do you think about this dress? Is it... Is it too short? What about these shoes? And it became, I was just asking him for so much. I'm sure he was like, well, shit, I got to worry about my own clothes. I can't be, you know, taking this time to try to figure out these things for you. Just find something, put it on. You already look nice no matter what you look like. That's one less thing he got to put on his plate or put in his uh, emotional compass or file cabinet to think about. He ain't got no room for it. Moving on. And she is assured basically in herself and what she likes and what she don't like. The next characteristic is she does not require much from him emotionally. So she don't require to to him to be selective in how he he talks to her or um, just having that that emotional um, connection or feelings. Um, How can I word this? So most of the time in a relationship or marriage, the emotional support comes from respect, um, consideration, inclusion, um, all of those things that make a wonderful union. It's very important for the woman in order for her to feel secure, secure in the bond and in the union. Because if she has this emotional support, she's not constantly thinking about if he is or if he ain't feeling a certain kind of way. Or if she's doing enough. It's, you know... We require a lot of affirmations. We require a lot of, you know, we like that that um, we can confide in you for our feelings. We like that we can tell you if we're not feeling um, happy, if we're angry, if we're frustrated. We like telling you these things. However, sometimes with us expressing these things can be an overload for some men. Um, 
because they're not sure where to put these. They're not sure how to solve this issue or resolve this feeling within us. So um, it becomes a situation of something that they simply cannot cannot do. And it makes them feel a way. And possibly they may not feel like they're equipped to, to handle this part. So the perfect mistress is not requiring this of him. And most likely because he's not requiring this of, of, her, of him, he is more freely giving it. Um, he's thinking about, you know, I wonder how she feels. She rarely ever talks about her feelings. He's asking, so how do you feel? You know, he's asking these things because she's not requiring this of him. This is something that he can come to and address in his own terms how he, however he wants to, if he wants to address it or not. And she's not needing it from him. Moving on, the third characteristic is affection. Affection. Um, She's very affectionate. She maybe rubs his hand or places her feet on his feet and, you know, plays footsie or rests her head on his shoulder, gives kisses, hugs, embraces. Um, And she's very affectionate. Now, you all know that I am married, so I can speak from this. Sometimes when you get married, you may be like this in the beginning. I was like this in the beginning. I was very affectionate, very, I love caressing. That was my thing. I like touches and really, you know, caressing, having that physical connection was meaningful to me. Um, It was a way that I showed my love and my admiration and my appreciation and um, the way I showed my love. And in the beginning, this was not something that he enjoyed. My light touches were um, very, um, I guess, irritable, irritating to him. And, you know, um, he would ask me to not do that. And by him asking me to not do it, I took it as a rejection. He didn't He didn't necessarily say stop everything, but that was very much a part of me. So I felt like that was a rejection of who I, I was at the time. And so over a, a period, I just, you know, did not show affection anymore because um, after being rejected... In, in cert- certain areas that I chose to show affection, it was hard to show any affection at that point. But the perfect mistress has the correct affection, and he enjoys it. Now, if you've been in a long, a long marriage and you know pretty much what he likes now, you can you can do those things. You can be his mistress. Okay, tips, write it down if you got your pencil. Let's move forward. The next one, number four, the fourth characteristic is she accepts that he's married and doesn't want him to leave his wife. What? Okay, see, this is what makes her perfect. She not asking him to leave his wife and run away with her or leave his family and run away with her. She's not giving him an ultimatum that he has to make the choice if he wants to be with her or his wife. 
She's not asking that. And she knows that she is what she is. She knows that she is the other woman. I'm not. Maybe that mistress part might be a little bit too uneasy for the monogamous people that's listening. And if so, my apologies. It's a common word that most women refer to um, the other woman as. So, you know. So, she does not want him to leave his wife. That's not something that she's required. And that's great. And he's happy with that because there's no pressure. Like, what? No pressure at all. You mean I get to have all of this with you and you not you not requiring that I leave my wife? Shit. This is a great deal. Again, tips. Moving forward. And then I'm not I'm not giving this this characteristic list for potential mistresses. So, you know, that's a disclaimer out there for all my ladies that don't mind being the other woman in monogamous um from a monogamous mindset. Now, poly women, it's a different story. But I'm not gonna approach that right now. Moving forward. The fifth characteristic is she encourages ways to strengthen the connection between he and his wife. She's the one that's saying, why aren't you doing certain things with your wife? Why don't you talking to your wife and telling her how you feel? Why? Um, another thing, by encouraging him to strengthen the connection with his wife, she's not talking down on the wife either. She's not, um, he's complaining about the wife to her, but she's not feeding into that. She's not feeding into um, taking a part of it because she understands that she is a woman too and she would not want, you know, someone that she holds dear to her to be confiding in someone else and talking bad about her. And she is really for the wife and so she does not take part in that. She's not participating and she's not um, demeaning the other woman or the, the wife with him if that is something that he does. Perfect. That makes her perfect. Plain and simple. Because guaranteed, you know, he, he's talking trash about his wife to her and they have a family, they have children. By her participating in that, it would only be like he she's talking about the children too. Because this woman brought his kids into the world and why, you know, she is still a great woman no matter what he's talking about. I digress. Moving forward. I'm trying to get through this, (laughs) y'all. So, the six characteristics. She accepts him as is. She accepts that he's married. She accepts that he has a certain amount of income. She accepts the car that he drives. She accepts um, that he may not be emotional at first. Um, She accepts that... um, he is getting something from her. She accepts him as is. She's not requiring him to change or um, be someone that he is not. If over the period of time he does change, it would be 
purely over um, their experiences in the relationship. You know, perhaps certain things in her perspectives makes him um, better in certain areas. He, he improves. And if that happens, that's great. It's not only great for her, but it's great for his wife. You know, certain things are there. Excuse the noise in the background. Again, each time that I try to record, there is something loud happening, no matter what. It's just a given. The seventh characteristic is she is open to sexual exploration, has little to no restriction with sex. So if you want to try a different position, if you want to add a toy, if you want to go in the back door, she open to it. She willing to try it with him. There's no hesitation like, um, I don't want to do that. No, mm-mm. There's no, you know, just flat out saying no. She's willing to try it. She's willing to see if it's something that they can like together. That was, you know, worthy of being a note for anybody that's listening. I'm just saying. Now, I'm not asking you to just go with it because of, you know, it's something that he want to do. Because then you will be compromising who you are. But I'm saying, at least hear him out. See what he's talking about. Try it, you know. Try to see. Try it at least to see if you might like it too. But just don't flat out say, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't know where you got that from, but I'm not going to. Then he's like, well, shit, that's not something that I want to bring up again. There's, you know, friction, a disconnect. All right. The eighth characteristic. She does not need him financially. She is okay with them working together and going Dutch or or half and half on things. And they work together. She does not make him feel away if he's not fronting the whole bill. Um, she is definitely accommodating when it comes to that. She, you know... Not saying that she she want to front the whole bill, but she's open to half and half because she understands that he has a full wife, a whole wife, and a whole family on the other side. And because she can be understanding of that, that makes things a lot more easier for him. It's a little less things he got to worry about because if he had to worry about having to support a mistress and a family, it may be too much for him, financially-wise. And, um... Some men ain't ready for that. Moving on. I said that to say, if you have put a lot of financial obligations on your significant other, um, just by having very expensive habits and wanting this and wanting that, um, it, it can be taxing for the significant others to try to please this aspect of you. So... Just saying. Moving on. Number nine. She is easygoing. She has an easygoing temperament. She's not necessarily always agreeable, but the small things, she don't sweat. She don't get over. She don't get upset over the smallest things. Um, sarcasm. She can be playful. Um, she can take a joke. 
or, you know, there's certain things that just don't get to where I am so sorry again for this noise in the background. If you hear it, my apologies. So, and, and, and that is, you know, that makes a man feel free to be himself. That she is easygoing, that she is um, more accepting of the little small things um, and not so high, strong, or serious. I know that being in the marriage so long, and even in the beginning, I was just, I was just so serious. We had so much going on, and you know, it was an adjustment, and I was, you know, anxious about a lot of things. And when I get anxious, I can be a little bit high-strung, and um, the smallest things can throw me off where I'm not playful. I'm not trying to hear it. Um, I'm like, look, I don't want to play right now. Like, you're just such a big kid. But not realizing that this could be a way that he's trying to relieve any anxiety or stress um, concerning the situation. So I really had to look at both spectrums and say, okay, this is ridiculous. I got to do better. We should be able to talk and, and be playful and, you know, every other word or or things that he say should not bother me to the point where I'm getting upset and I'm shutting down. And he's like, dog, what have I done this time? I just can't do nothing right. So that can be taxing on a man that he has to deal with the ups and downs emotionally of things that we, we, we harbor, unfortunately. It is a part of us. And I'm not asking you to be just you know, going with everything and agreeable to everything that, you know, kind of just weighing if it is important to hold on to or let go. Um, That way it's not causing a constant disruption in your marriage and in your union. Moving forward, number 10, she makes herself available to him when he asks. He sends her a text. Maybe he hasn't texted all day, but... That first text, he says, I want to see you. And her response is, okay, what time? And he's like, oh, all right. She's just, she is, um, she ready. But he has an understanding, you know, and they have an understanding that this is what it is. But the fact that, you know, she's not questioning, like, why? What you want to do? What you have planned? She's not, you know, asking him from the de- for the details of what he wants to do, but she's saying, okay, all right, I can I can see if the time that you give me, if um, we can make things work. That is being accommodating even more because he knows, like, okay, she she here for me. She gonna be there, available, you know, or try to be available to me when I need her. And I feel like that is very important. Most people will only look at this from a sexual stance. But it's it's very important of being reliable when it comes to the needs, his needs. These needs are very tricky. (laughs) Not to say that their needs outweigh our needs, women, but... In the aspects of a relationship, when you want to make it work and you want to 
get him to open up and be um, free with you. I think that is the first step is making yourself available. If you cannot make yourself available physically, you can um, make yourself available either through um, FaceTiming or texting or however way you choose to communicate, but that he's he has you available when he is asking. That means something to him. Moving on, number 11. She actively listens when he talks with little to no distractions. So, if he is talking, um, she is looking eye contact, holding on to his every word, and she is really genuinely listening to him. Concerning whatever he's saying, she does not have her phone in her hand. Um, She doesn't even... um, have it to the point where she has any notifications going off she is fully engulfed in what he is saying it means something to him it makes him feel like what he says matters oh my goodness I I don't know what's happening outside you guys again that's my apologies it's a lot, a lot going on. By being so close to um, Memorial Day, the day after, people are really setting these fireworks off. So if you hear popping noises or people screaming, that's most likely what it is. Um, I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, thank goodness. So please don't think that I'm in here. <laughs> in the midst of um, a hazardous situation and things are just going on around me and I'm just ducking for cover just to put that out there. Moving forward, but he feels like what he says, what he is saying matters. The 12th characteristic is She shows genuine concern when she notices visible signs of distress. So, oh my goodness. Let's let this pass. Um, Fire truck. Y'all, this is why, you know, my time period and when I publish these episodes, this is why it, 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 it is what it is because... There's not a day where I can get in a a quiet session, for real. So, number 12, she shows genuine concern when she noticed visible signs of distress. So, she's asking him, what's wrong? And, you know, I I noticed that you are, you know, you're looking kind of bothered. And she, she waits for him to actually express it. And if he expresses it, he does. And if he doesn't. She does not um, pester. She does not um, continue to ask him, are you going to talk about it or not? You know, just, no. She simply um, understands that, okay, he's feeling away and he's not saying nothing. So I'm just going to do something to distract him and, and move him forward. But I'm not going to take this on as, as though it's me. But this is something that he's dealing with. And when he's ready, I'm sure he'll say something. If not, I'm okay if he doesn't. Me personally, this is something that's hard to do because I 
really hate to see anyone that um, I care for in distress or discomfort. Um, it is within me to try to help them to express it and um, I can make them feel better. It's just something within me. Moving on. Number 13, she accepts that it could be a long-term or short-term relationship. Okay? She already knows what it is. And so if he comes to her, you know, at any point and says, hey, I want to cut this off. Okay. All right. Even though feelings is invested, she has an understanding that, okay, all right, this situation is no longer, you know, beneficial beneficial for him and she she accepts and vice versa accepts that um they're ending things without having to go to his wife and say that I was his mistress for so such and such long and um remember when you went out of town this is when he was with me she finds no benefits in that um she is you know she's perfect the next one number 14 we almost done she accepts his feminine and masculine energy with no judgment okay this is a big one um being african-american um and dealing with a masculine man um him accepting any type of femininity about himself is really um appalling of something because it's no, for some reason, we as, even as, we, I think black women also get a bad rep for just being so, so, um, opinionated. Um, we are apparently opinionated. Some perceive us as closed-minded, um, unable to, to bend or compromise in certain situations. And we all are not like that. Just, you know, I'm just talking from this this particular African-American woman. Yes, for everyone that didn't know, I am African-American. Hey, how you doing? Um, but yes, him being able to express his emotions, um, even sexually, if, you know, if he, you know, wants things that you would not normally do or, or think a masculine man may want and he's expressing these things or you know you kind of play around with him to see what he likes and what he don't like and and he might you know like certain stimulations in certain areas that may be considered quote-unquote um non-heterosexual that's his business but he don't want you to have any type of judgment or distaste for it because then he can't be who he is we all have feminine and masculine energy within us from, you know, that's why females have a certain level of testosterone and males have a certain level of estrogen. I am so sorry. Oh my goodness. And so that is very much a part of us. So being able to embrace every part of him and accept it without judgment or making him feel away is a big thing for him also. He can be who he is. You know, without feeling like he has to hide anything. And the last one is she respects the time he spends with his wife and family and rarely message or calls during that time. 
she is all she's pro family with him. She's pro wife time. She's pro letting him have his time. And I think the perfect mistress would have to be a poly poly mindset person. I don't think uh, a monogamist a monogamous mindset is going to be um, great in this situation. I feel like a monogamous mindset is going to force that man to make a choice. It's either me or your wife. You know, I don't see a monogamous woman accepting that, you know, she's the other woman and will be the other woman until he says otherwise. I don't see that. But that's my opinion. Don't come for me. Again, all these characteristics were... um, mine now I dare the men that do have mistresses the monogamous men that do have mistresses um, to call in and leave a voice message tell me what I missed I mean it wouldn't help I can do a part two and I can include you know what it is that you're telling me maybe the characteristics of a perfect mistress I mean I'm just saying you don't have to but it might help give, you know, my listeners a, a full, um, another perspective. Let's put it like that. We can see the full picture. You have my opinions, and then we can have facts put in. So, there you have it. But that's a, that's a dare. I dare. I mean, I, even a poly man, if, you know, you have your idea of the perfect woman or the perfect girlfriend and... She does not, she was not included into these 15 characteristics. Please call in and leave a message and tell me what I left out. Help a sister out. For everyone that took notes, hopefully these notes will help you in your relationship. You can be your husband's mistress. You can find him a mistress if you just, I mean, that's what you like, you know? Anyways, I'm going to leave off with um, a Her Pleasure um, session where um, we're going to discuss some beneficial sex toys for Her Pleasure. So I wanted to talk about the Benoit Balls. Now, for those that don't know what Benoit Balls are, they were actually um, in a section of Fifty Shades of Grey. And Benoit Balls, also known as Orgasm Balls, Ren, Natama, Venus Balls, or Geisha Balls, are small marble-sized balls, usually hollow and containing a small weight, that roll around and are used for sexual simulation. They are available in a variety of forms, and the balls may be solid or containing clappers or chimes within. These balls help your pelvic floor, strengthen your pelvic floor and your walls. So it makes you tighter. So for all my women that have had kids, um, naturally, and you might be a little, you know, just a little loose, these Benoit balls will definitely um, help to tighten your muscles and kind of, you know, make it more pleasurable, not only for him, but you. you able to grip Okay, I ain't gonna go 
you able to grip him and really just milk him till he just come. Okay, all right. I told you this was going to be for her pleasure, but we can get a little dirty with it. And so I actually found one um, on Adam and Eve, and it's called the Fifty Shades of Grey Delicious Pleasure Benoit Balls. And it is, it has um, um, a battery within it where it can be controlled either from an app or um, you can control it. And I think this one at adamandeve.com can be purchased for $25. So, ladies, if you would like to strengthen your pelvic floor and tighten your muscles for your pleasure and his, check it out. I'm about to do the same because I seen it and I was like, okay, all right, pace yourself. I would say use it in the house first. And then if you choose to use it every day, um, all day, then pace yourself, work your way up to that. You know, I don't want to be telling you to get these things and you start immediately outside the house and then you end up, you know, being in, in a compromising situation. I don't want that on my conscience. So, I'm just saying. Anyways, I hope you all have gotten something out of this particular subject. It was called 15 Characteristics of a Perfect Mistress. Till the next time, guys. This is More Than Sex. I am Kiwi. I'm out. Bye, y'all.